bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when we come for you? Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? I'm not saying that the prosperity gospel is all correct. I'm also not saying that the prosperity gospel is all wrong. What I'm saying is that there are bad people everywhere. Bad police officers, bad sheriffs, bad judges, bad preachers, bad Christians. Heck, they have bad dresses. Some people just can't dress. Bad. But it doesn't mean that everything is off because of it. First of all, uh, Brother Bloomer, Sir Bloomer, you're talking like you got your bloomers on your head. For real? Bad police officers, bad judges, bad. What does it have to do with the fact that this man came forth and exposed the fact that the prosperity gospel has been preached in America is wrong? It is not the doctrine of God. Now, I know where you're going to go with this. You're going to talk about the Old Testament. We are not, again, I'm going to say saints to you. You have nothing to do with the Mosaic law and what they did with Moses or what Abraham did when he uh, brought the tithe to Melchizedek. That has nothing to do with you. Those were offerings, free will, we have the tithe system in the Old Testament. The tithe system of the Old Testament is not the same system that's in the New Testament under the New Covenant. Think about this. Paul went to Gentile churches. They were coming from other religions that required offering, but there was no tithe of like the Jewish tithe enacted in Gentile churches. There were no need for it. Think about Acts. It's the word and the love of God that calls them to give and have everything in common. So you're about to go down this historical narrative of Old Testament. Just pay attention, saints. The head wolf then came out and said, look, it's wrong. And now all the little cubs are coming back saying, you messing up our thing. What good is it is going to try to, to, to try to correct Benny Hinn for the body? And anybody's trying to, to, to sway him change him, get him to soften up, or the truth should be ashamed. They are exposing themselves. Pretty boy. Dan Willis is a friend of mine. Pastors a church in Chicago. Dan Willis' name was called and rebuked openly. And then it was said that Dan received the rebuke. And I say this to you, Dan. If you receive that rebuke, then you revoke the blessings of God on the life of your son. And I say for you, Dan, if you receive the rebuke, don't listen to this fool. See, now we're going with this, this, this pass down stuff. This mystical stuff. Dan, if you receive the rebuke and your cart is clean and it was on your conscience and you've been convicted by the rebuke, Receive it because it's from God. Is it more like God for it to correct you 
Or it's more like God to continue to allow you to take people's money and lead them down a path that it takes from their resources of their family. In another interview, Benny Hannon said, he knows many, hardly anybody received the double fold blessing when they gave. Not even a quarter, not even a dime, not even a tenth. It's gone. It's gone. And he know it. Bishop Bloomer knows it. But now he wants his 15 minutes of fame to say, I can be your new leader. Now I can be your new leader of prosperity. It just has to be taught right. I believe in giving. Everybody believes in giving. I mean, who doesn't understand that you have to give? The point is, how much is considered godly of a dollar that you give and how much of that dollar, that even that 10%, goes, how much of that 10% goes towards ministry and furthering the gospel versus providing a lifestyle for your pastor? <coughs> how much of that, let's say for every dollar, is 10, 10 cents. So how much of that 10 cents goes towards providing a lavish lifestyle for your pastor? Where you can't do ministry. So out of the 10%, actually 12% goes to provide a lifestyle for the pastor. So you use up that one person's 10%, you into the next person's 10%, and you haven't done any ministry. Man, look. Y'all asleep if y'all believe this, okay? Y'all asleep. I'm going to play some more. For it was the thousand dollar seed that you had sown on behalf of your son and God delivered him out of that crisis and now he's a preacher in your pulpit. He's not a preacher in your pulpit because you gave a thousand dollars? Man, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? When David committed his sin, he did not give a thousand dollars or he repented. If he gave $1,000 without repenting, what's the point? If it's just as easy giving $1,000 and I'm in a, I am a preacher now, come on. Saints, you need to wake up. I'm really, you know, this is frustrating me, but I got to play the rest of this so you can hear it. And if you, if you return back to agreeing with being rebuked for something that you did as it related to your faith, you have revoked the blessings of God on the life of your son. Who are you? Hold on, whoa, let me, let me get this straight. You, Bishop Bloomer, can revoke God's blessing? Who in the double E-L-L do you think you are? Who do you think you are? I can't even say hell. L. Who who in the L do you think? Who do you think you are? That you can revoke. That that you have the right to tell God what they what he gonna revoke based upon another man's conscience about his faith. He might have done it in faith, but you can faithfully do something in error. Look at this foolishness. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Gosh. Now listen to me. Yeah, I'm going to listen to you. There are charlatans out there everywhere. But I tell you this. The scriptures tell us that blessed is the cheerful giver. Liberal souls shall be made fat. 
The scripture says that uh, he that soweth sparingly shall also reap sparingly. He that soweth bountifully shall reap bountifully. I know the scriptures. The scripture says, give and it shall be given unto you good measures, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. The scriptures tell us that God will bless 30, 60, and 100 fold. The scriptures also tells us that the Lord spoke to Moses to go down to Egypt. And when God spoke of those things in context, he was talking about the Abrahamic covenant with the land and the crops. If you notice, in the Old Testament, they were always going through famine time. And when God said he would heal the land, if my people are called by my voice, will turn, I'll heal the land and make the land prosperous. I will make the land prosper. It will produce good fruit. It will produce a harvest. It will produce some 30, 60, 90 fold. This has nothing to do with money. Not, not in the way we do things now in America, no. Come on, see, that's disingenuous. That's twisting the word of God. To receive an offering of the children of Israel, and this is the offering that you should take of gold and of silver, of goat's hair, dyed purple, etc. So they are all. Yeah, that's Moses. That was Moses, God, children of Israel. Not Bloomer, the, uh, uh, the church, and God. You're not Moses. You're not Moses. Last time I checked, you weren't born from the tribe of Levi. You're not Moses. You weren't called to go back into the land and deliver people from, from bondage. If anything, you're keeping people in the bondage of their ignorance. This is total ridiculous, saints. Offerings of command, their free will offerings, there's tithe, there's sacrificial offerings, there's offerings of, uh, of, of repentance, there's sin offerings, there's trespass offerings. Whichever offering you fit into, the God that we serve has established his kingdom on this principle as long as the earth remains. That's a lie. God established his kingdom on the word of Jesus Christ and the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. He did not establish that system, his kingdom, on that system. I'm going to say it again. Remember, that system took a widow's might. All that, she, all that she had to live on. That is not a sign of Christian giving. That's a sign of a religion that had have all them offerings and still were doing the people wrong and a disservice because it became more about the money than it became about the God. Why did Jesus whip the, the money changers out of the temple because that was an easy way for them to just get the money, let them inside the temple grounds and let them do their business. Wake up, saints. The widow's mite story is a sad story. It's not a story of, 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 of to, to, to make people give. You're a fool if you think you're not reading stuff in context. That's our problem. We don't read story. We don't know how to read anymore. Things in context. That is not a good story. That's a story about a religious perverted system that would actually want to take a widow's last Went through, it's throughout the Bible that the Jews were told to take care of the widows and the orphans. Even into the New Testament, we have James. James 1, 26 and 1, 27. So how do you reconcile James 1, 26 and 27 with taking the widows last? How's that helping her? And think about a widow of that time. She went home. That's all she had. She went home to die. But she bought into the system. Saints, wake up.
there will be seed time and harvest. And I say to you, Pastor Benny, I say to you, Pastor Benny, this morning on behalf of the clergy around the world, that your convictions are correct, but they're personal. And I just ask you to do one thing, one thing. Share with the body of Christ, scripturally, like I just did. No, Pastor Benny, you did the right thing. You did the right thing. Now it's time to judge Bishop Bloomer since he speaks for the whole clergy. He doesn't speak for me, but let me tell you something. This is what I think of Bishop Bloomer and what he just said. Liar, liar, plants for hire. It's pants on fire, Patrick. Well, you would know. Liar. Now let's return to our regular scheduled program of bull. And then we'll be fine. If not, you owe the body of Christ a refund on all of the thousands and tens of thousands of dollars that you have received from them when you told them that this is the word of God. Bishop George Bloomer, I'm waiting on your response. So, you want him to do a Zacchaeus. Let me tell you something, saints. He does not want Benny Hinn to do a Zacchaeus. Remember Zacchaeus did? Not only did he give back what he took, but he gave back four times what he took. If Benny Hinn even begins to attempt to give reparation for what he's done, for what he's done, then guess what, Bishop Bloomer? You have to, too. What about that? What about that? If he does, you do, too. But we know how that's going to go down. If he does, you're not. So why should he? I'm not saying if his conscience doesn't tell him to... Let him be guided by his conscience. Leave him alone. About, uh, it's about time I, I, we knew that eventually God was going to expose the foolishness. And you're part of it. You're part of it. And it's coming to an end right now. I'm a heretic and I'm okay. Scheme all night and the light all day. He's a heretic and he's okay. He schemes all night and he lies all day. I twist God's word, I put on shows that do better on Broadway. Have you seen the Lion King? It'll be here on Sunday. He twists God's word, he puts on shows that do better on Broadway. Have you seen the Lion King? It'll be here on Sunday. Twist God's word, I take your ties and spend it on private jets. Have you seen my bank account? It's bigger than yours, I'll bet. Twist God's word, he takes your ties and spends on private jets. Have you seen his bank account? It's bigger than yours, I'll bet. Cause he's heard it, he's okay, he's all night, and 
five white bed books that will land you all in hell. I'll never say I'm sorry, cause I'll be there as well. It's Whiskers' worthy white bed books that will land us all in hell.